Hey, what's up guys, Travis here. And if you've been following me or my story for any length of time, you know that I started a company called Guestio about a year and a half ago now. And one of the things that we are doing this year in 2022 is we're building a concierge program called the Fast Pass that allows you to get booked on top quality shows and platforms for the purpose of spreading awareness for your brand, grabbing attention, uh, growing your credibility, your authority, et cetera, et cetera. And so if you are listening to this right now and you are a seven figure plus entrepreneur and you have a budget to bring in traffic, attention, credibility, authority to your brand, then this might be a really great program for you. Just head over to travischapel.com slash 10K. Why 10K? Because we guarantee in this program that you're going to be able to speak in front of 10,000 people within 90 days. Okay, 10,000 people within 90 days. Imagine getting on a stage in front of 10,000 people to share your message, your story. That's exactly what we are doing inside of this program through virtual stages like podcasts or virtual events or YouTube channels or blogs. You name it, we are working with it, and we are trying to get you booked on those platforms. So travischapel.com slash 10x. There's a quick application there, and then right at the end of that application, it'll prompt you to set up a phone call where you'll jump on a call with me, and we'll talk through whether or not you're a great fit for this program. Please act fast on this. Do not wait because we are only taking on one or two clients a week due to uh, constraints with our team and the limited supply of high quality shows and platforms that are out there in the market. So if that's you and you're really wanting to explode your brand in 2022, head over to travischapel.com slash 10K, fill out the application, schedule a quick phone call, and you and I will chat really soon about whether or not this would be a great fit for you. Thanks guys. Talk to you soon. You are listening to the Build Your Network podcast. Welcome to the show. I'm Travis Chappell, and I chat with some of the world's top business influencers, thought leaders, and entrepreneurs in order to crack the code of networking. I believe that who you know is more important than what you know, and that your relationships ultimately determine the person that you become. So if you want to learn the new way of connecting, if you want to fill your network with quality people and skyrocket your results, then you're in the right place, because this is the Build Your Network podcast. Before we get into today's show, I have to ask you a question. Have you tried booking big name guests for your podcast, your YouTube channel, virtual summit, blog, or other content that you have, but you're just getting lost in email hell, being locked out by gatekeepers and unable to confirm a solid date? Or maybe you want to bring more attention to your content or your business by being a guest on other people's shows, but you're just not sure how to formulate your pitch or get a hold of the right hosts. Trust me, as a top 25 business podcaster, I've been through it all too. And that is exactly the reason that I created Guestio. Guestio is an all-in-one tool dedicated to helping you streamline your guesting workflow and grow your audience through finding, booking, and managing the top-tier guests and shows that you actually want. Discover new guests and platforms, schedule interviews on your booking calendar, communicate seamlessly with our built-in messaging system, download an easily shareable press kit complete with bio, headshots, links, and anything else that you might need for your creation process, and manage all of that from one easy-to-use dashboard. That's right. You can book guests like Manny Pacquiao, Jordan Harbinger, Lori Harder, Brandon Turner, and many, many others without ever leaving Guestio. So if you are tired of being rejected and ignored by top guests and platforms and sick of using 12 tools just to manage your interview workflow, then you're going to want to head over to Guestio.com right now to sign up for your free account and start using Guestio today. That's Guestio.com, G-U-E-S-T-I-O.com. It's time to build your network with Guestio. And now, let's get back to the show. 
What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the BYN Breakdown. I'm here with my producer, Eric. Say what's up. What's up? All right. Thank you. (laughs) And I don't know about you guys, but I had a massive breakdown after watching the debate this year, the first presidential debate for the 2020 election. And we just have some thoughts that we want to share because it seems like nobody can have conversations anymore without yelling, without throwing stuff, without crazy hatred and anger toward each other. And so this is not going to be anything political. Don't worry. You're not going to have to unsubscribe or subscribe harder or whatever your reaction would be to a political discussion. We just want to talk about how to have conversations with people that you disagree with. And this is something in your communication that is going to be a factor, especially if you're listening to this show because you are trying to become a better networker. You're trying to build better relationships with people. The fact is you're going to have to learn how to communicate with and get along with people who don't share the same exact views as you do all the time. And you're actually going to find that's probably going to do a, be a really big detriment to your business and to the different opportunities that you have in front of you. If you are only ever bringing in people who agree with you all the time, this is an episode that we're putting together just all about how to have those types of conversations. So Eric, go ahead and get us started off with the first thing that we came up with. The first thing that came up to me, and I noticed this, especially in the social media dialogue that was happening, or if I can even call it dialogue that happened after the debate. (laughs) Yeah, not sure it qualifies as dialogue yet. Right. Everybody listens to respond, not to hear. And something I know I was just talking about it, but something that I think about all the time doing my show and, and having conversations with other people is I'm always thinking to myself, like, how can I listen to hear not to respond? And I know we share the same religious background. And I think one of the things that I was always taught to do is always have an answer, always have an answer, always have an answer. And the truth is you don't always have an answer. Sometimes you have to hear another side out and sometimes they're not looking for an answer. They just want to be heard. And So the first thing that I would just say is listen to hear, not to respond. Don't just sit there trying to build up your argument the whole time someone's talking. Yeah. Anybody who's in any sort of friendship, relationship, marriage, like any sort of interaction with other humans, one of the biggest things that we need or want is validation from the other person that we are, that our opinion is real or that we are correct for feeling the way that we're feeling. Like that's all most people want. And if you can't even start there, then the conversation is immediately going to digress and move into both of your confirmation biases that you came into the conversation with. And that's going to reign supreme. All it's going to do is make the other person bite down on the thing that they believe in and then make you bite down on the thing that you believe in. And then you're both going to look for evidence to support what you believe rather than basing what you believe on what the evidence suggests. Right. And and so you, you got to start off with listening to hear not to, uh, and really listening to understand, like trying yeah. to listen to somebody and put yourself in their shoes for a second and really try to get where they're coming from, not listening for holes in their argument. And that's kind of what we're talking about with the religious thing is that was one of the the first things that started making me be open to hearing other people's perspective, even on religion and things was that I started realizing one day that I was trained my whole life to go bring people to my church. And we literally every Saturday and I know this, we had soul winning and we'd go out and we would knock doors and we'd hand out invitations to church. Yeah. Like, I was like 12 years old, bro, asking people if they died today, if they would go to heaven on their front porch on a Saturday morning, you know what I mean? They're like in their boxers eating a bowl of cereal, their kids behind them watching Saturday morning cartoons. And I'm asking them this crazy, deep spiritual quite like it was something that we were just trained to do. 
But I knew when I was an adult, I knew that if somebody that was of a different religion, a Jehovah's Witness or a Mormon or, or a Buddhist or whatever it was, if they invited me to go to their church or their mosque or their mass or whatever it would be, if they invited me to go there, I knew that I would say no immediately. But I expected them to say yes to me. Like yeah. I wanted them to be totally open to hearing my worldview that I looked at as being empirically and absolutely true, but I wasn't open to hearing their worldview, which they believed to be empirically and absolutely true. Yeah. And it was this just moment of realization that I had where it was just like, man, this is the height of hypocrisy. If I expect all these other people to do this for me and I'm not willing to do it for them, that's completely an unfair proposition. And so that's really when I started doing exactly this, started listening to people in conversations to actually hear what they had to say instead of listening to them to be like, oh, what about this? You know yeah. what I mean? Well, I know that because when we were in, even in Bible college, like it, it was a breakdown of religion by how we could overcome yeah. their objections to our religion, not by actually trying to understand what it is that they believe. Well, it's not just religion. We do this in relationships too. I, I catch myself where my wife will start saying, oh, you need to do this. And, but the minute that first sentence comes out of her mouth, I'm thinking like, Oh, I've got her with this and yes, this right. right when she finishes. And yeah, we do it with just every waiting for the last word. It's looking for those holes to, to fight back on. But I, I think that kind of leads us to the second thing we talked about, which is you have to process the information. So you, you can hear it, which I think everyone hears the information to some extent, but you also have to be empathetic in how you process that information. You have to digest in a way where you're thinking not just about the words that they're saying, but why? What is motivating? all of this conversation. Yeah. And there's something called perspective, which yeah. is basically the lens through which you view the world based on everything that's happened in, t- in your life up to this point, right? Your, your parents, your culture, your environment, your teachers, your coaches, your authority, the part of the world you grew up in, the country that you grew up in, the city or a state that you grew up in, like the local area, everything has formed this this pair of glasses that you have on permanently all the time. And that's what you view the world through. And it's sometimes really arrogant or cocky of us to sit there and be like, if I were raised like that person was raised, if I was in that, I would be the same person that I am right now. And it's really easy for us to say that because there's obviously no way that we could ever experience something similar to that. But the facts are, I guess I can't say facts because we don't know, but, but I would be willing to bet a good amount of money that if you looked at somebody across the table from you, who you utterly, completely disagree with on the majority of major issues of religion, politics, you name it. This episode of the show is brought to you by Indeed. We are driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate is not to search at all. It's to match and match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need this platform, guys. I'm telling you, Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work and use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging candidates so you can connect with those people even faster. And it doesn't just help you hire faster. In fact, 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed Survey. And look, guys, one of the things that I wish I would have used Indeed for is this matching service. You can search and search and search and search and search all day long, but to actually be presented with quality candidates, like, like, like hiring a, a recruiter for you that's presenting people that has actually done the work to vet them and 
uh, bring quality people in front of you, that work by itself is the fact that it's done by a software instead of like a team of high quality recruiters is is pretty insane. So they leverage over 140 million qualifications and preferences every single day, which is why Indeed's matching engine is the best one that you can use. It's constantly learning from your own preferences. So the more you use it, the better it gets at doing the job for you. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility over at indeed.com slash Travis. Just go to indeed.com slash Travis right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed here on the podcast. Indeed.com slash Travis. Terms and conditions apply. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. If you were to sit across the table from them and you were to be put into their shoes, you were raised the same way, you had the same parents or lack of parents, you had the same schooling, the same education, same everything. If you were put into their shoes, you would more or less be the same person that they are, maybe minus a few personality type things or differences. And uh, having that understanding of just being like, you know what, if it weren't for this thing or that other thing, I would probably be in a very similar position to where they are. It, It almost makes... It makes you humanize everybody and it makes you realize like we're all, we stem from the same place, the same energy. Like we're all the same. We're all looking for the same things. We all have innate desires and wants in life. And when you can find those commonalities and empathize with the fact that you would probably be the same person or you would probably go to the same church if you grew up in the sedan instead of in Des Moines. Iowa, like you're probably going to have different religious views just because of like the government and the culture and the way that people go about their lives there. It's going to be a completely different pair of glasses that they have on than the ones that you have on. And you got to try to at least borrow their glasses for a second and look at the world through their lenses to get a glimpse and and try to really understand exactly where they are and where they're coming from. Well, yeah. And even if you do disagree with their position, and I think that's where people might get caught up on this is it's not... I'm not saying agree with them or excuse, even if you think they're wrong, excuse them being wrong because, but you can at least understand how they got there. And it it lets you know how they got there, which I think is the most important. I had somebody on my show, so I still consider myself a Christian and I'm Orthodox Christian in many ways, but I had someone on my show deal with church abuse and I had them come on and they shared this horrific story of their experience growing up within that religious system And they made a statement during the show where they said, I believe the doctrine of Christianity is itself abusive. Mm. So I'm sitting there as a Christian host going, I totally disagree with that statement. Yeah. But I had to, in that moment, empathize with this was your experience for 20, 30 years. So if I was in that same experience, what would my view of what, like we're sitting there with two different experiences with Christianity completely. Mm -hmm. So I have to look and say, look, I disagree with your statement. But I can understand with the experiences you had why you're at that position. And to be honest, the version of Christianity was completely foreign to me. Yeah. And but I look at that and five years ago, I would have been like, oh, I have no care of what you have to say after exactly. saying that. You just totally. But instead, with a little bit of empathy, I could say, oh, I understand why you just said that. Yeah. And and, and, and you before I would have discounted everything about them. Right. It wouldn't have just been their belief about Christianity. If yeah. they said that, I've been like, I don't want to hear anything that you have to say. Like you're so like if you're so dead set on everything that you believe and uh, then sometimes you're just you're not just 
unwilling to hear that person out on that particular topic. It's all of a sudden we disagree on this big political issue and we disagree on this presidential candidate thing. So therefore you don't know anything about marketing or like right. you don't know anything about movies or whatever it is Politics. you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like you, you right. immediately discount everything about them and, and chalk it up to a label. And that's yeah. the most dangerous thing, man, when you just when you hear somebody say what they believe in, then you, you, you immediately put them in a label column yeah. and just say, you must be dumb. You yeah. know what I mean? Like you just must be stupid because there's no you. way that right. you could be smart and end up where you are. And it's just, wow, that's such a damaging well, perspective to have. Yeah, man, I, I, mean, I could talk about this because I, th- I think this is super important, but I just look at what people consume. And even when it's not a direct conversation, I look at people consuming podcasts or, and I saw this after the debate a lot is like people walk away thinking like my guy won or my obviously Trump won, obviously. And I was like, really nobody won in that discussion, <laughs> not in this debate. but, but I also walked away from it. And I'm like, man, there were certain statements that were made that were like so specifically inaccurate. We don't have to dive in all this, but I'm like there were statements that Trump made where I'm like, that's not really true of Biden. And and there were statements people were making about Trump where I was like, Trump blew the economy. You know what I mean? Like yeah, stuff yeah. like that. I was like, it's just crazy to me. But the, the truth is there's people who left that debate. Literally the channel they watched it on determined what they walked away with. If yeah. they watched CNN, Biden was this well-composed, like political, like presidential figure. If they watched Fox, like Trump was like the, the hard nosed -nosed businessman that was like going to smash through all these restrictions that were being put on him. And, but the truth is most people don't flip those channels. Nobody's going back and forth. And then the thing is to me is that's fine. If that's what you want to do, like I'm not, and I'm telling you what TV to watch or whatever, but my only question or my only um, challenge to you would be if you meet somebody who watched it on Fox and you watched it on CNN don't yeah. all don't just cast all these judgments on them because they watched it on Fox and and, and obviously not just watched it on Fox but co- comes with all the beliefs that would come with. It's just crazy to me how fast people are willing to completely ignore and disassociate with and all this other stuff with people who are really amazing people. They just happen to have a different set a different perspective on how the world works and a different set of beliefs around what life should look like in that political or religious spectrum or any of these other things yeah. that are like highly divisive. And it just, it's gotta be, it's gotta be part of it. So that I guess the third thing that we were talking about is don't yeah. let your emotions override the facts, which is what you brought up about both candidates in, in the debate. And even the moderator got, got in on it as well as just like saying stuff that just wasn't actually true yeah. to try to prove a point. And obviously there's big political and psychological persuasion techniques that probably both candidates are trying to employ based on the advice of their campaigns. Both candidates are trying to use. Yeah. But, but at the end of the day, people all often let their emotions override the facts and they're not willing to make a secession where maybe a secession should be made. And they're not willing, they're not ever willing to uh, concede and say, you know what, you're right on this one. And to me, it just discounts your opinion. If you're never willing to admit that there's something that you did that was wrong or you're like, you know what I mean? It just, it it makes everything that you say, I just don't trust as much anymore because it's like that one was clearly wrong and you're not even going to fess up to that. So what else are you telling me that's completely inaccurate and and not the truth? Like you gotta, you you can't let your emotions take over like that. That's why it's important to have a diverse like amount of content that you stream. Like that's where I just keep circling back to like and network too. Of yeah. People around and, net- and network, yeah. but like what you're consuming, number one, watch all your political stuff on C-SPAN. Cause there's no commentary on it, <laughs> but, but no, I just look at like the last few days. Like I've listened to probably two or three hours of Ben Shapiro. 
like while working out, I've listened to Bill Maher, like two very different people. Yeah. And I probably have walked away with the equal amount of disagreeing opinions from both of them. Yeah. You know what I mean? But again, that's very hard to like, sometimes it's very hard for like my personality type to be like, oh, let me listen to Ben Shapiro on something. But every time I do and listen with all the stuff we just talked about, right. I'm like, oh, I just pulled away like three or four really good things out like, of well, that. Maybe you know? I, I didn't think about that perspective before. You know what I mean? Right. Because some, sometimes you can't imagine agreeing with this certain person. But then like when you hear the story about what brought them to that belief system, mm-hmm. it's man, I got to give it up like that. That makes total sense. Yeah. I like I feel like a dick now because right. like I made cast all these judgments when I wouldn't didn't even know what this person's story was. And I didn't try to put myself in their shoes. I didn't try to have some yeah. understanding and empathy for where their situation was. It doesn't mean that you have to agree. That's completely different. doesn't mean that you have to land on the same page with everybody you have a conversation with. Yeah. But you don't want to be a chameleon where you just flip flop yeah, right. your position yeah. to everybody you talk if to. If you, you right. know, stand for nothing, you'll fall for anything type thing on, on that stuff. So you have to be able to believe in what you believe in, but there's a way to do it in a civil way that allows you to continue relationships with people who you might not agree with on certain topics and certain issues. So that was the kind of the third thing that we talked about. And the last thing was have, be willing to have messy conversations without being offended all the time. And that's, this is like the popular thing in culture right now, just to be offended at anything and everything. And to take the fact that you are a fen- that you are offended now and turn it into other people's responsibility yep. to watch out or to watch out for your feelings. This is a concept that's been popularized recently by a lot of pop culture and Hollywood and yep. stuff like that. And it's just an impossible way to go throughout life because there's billions of people on the planet and everybody has different cultures, different perspectives, different upbringings. There's no way that you can go throughout life without ever offending anyone by anything. So you, you, but then those are the same people who want the quote unquote open discussions and let's have a conversation. And it's, I can't have a conversation because if I express anything about what I believe or even have a question about what you believe that I don't understand, you fly off the handle and talk about how I just offended you and then throw labels at me like racist, homophobic, and all the other ones that yeah. go along with it. So like you, you can't be, you can't say, oh, let's have the conversation and then get offended because somebody has a different view. Like maybe they're really genuinely trying to understand where you're coming from, but this just doesn't make sense to them. Like I have this question. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Why X, Y, and Z. Oh, this doesn't make any sense to me. Can you explain to me this? And I think a lot of times probably the, the overreaction there is probably due to the fact that they don't have a great answer for the question and they're not willing to admit that. So they just turn it into, you're just a bad person that you would even ask that. Like the fact that you would even think that tells me everything I need to know about you. And then the phrase that everybody says all the time now, you you're part of the problem. Like, yeah. I don't know how many times I've seen that on people's statuses yeah. and stuff like that. You're like, if, if this is you're part of the problem, if this is you, you're part of the problem. And everybody's shouting that at each other. And it's okay. I guess everybody's a part of the problem because yeah. who's to quantify what the problem is. That's the whole discussion is yeah. what the problem is. You know what I mean? So right. you're just spouting your beliefs as if they are 100% fact. Yeah. And which is what we already talked about. Don't let your emotions override those facts, but you're stating that belief as fact. And then when anybody disagrees with it and tries to have the conversation, you get immediately offended and just throw labels at them. And let's be real. Like most of the stuff that we get offended by have no bearing on our own personal life whatsoever. There's so many topics that come up where I I always catch myself. Oh, I'm so offended by this person's like religious belief or people get so offended by someone's sexual preference or, and it's like, you don't have to marry who they're marrying. (laughs) 
You don't have to go to church where they go. You, you don't have to Republican do Republican or Democrat. And it, obviously politics, it does get in that messy area where it's, yes, this does impact all of us in some way. If this law gets passed or if this bill, but at the end of the day, most of the things people get really upset about have no, like absolutely no barrier. Take one that everyone's all mixed on. If you look at like a Colin Kaepernick situation, it's like at the end of the day, is this destroying you personally? Is it affecting you? And, and I know, I know that everybody has a di- different opinion on that, but it's one of those things where it's, does that personally affect you or people getting outraged? Like I said, I mentioned the people's sexual preferences. Like I'm flabbergasted when people get so outraged personally by this. And it's like, why are you so upset about something that literally they're not forcing you? I get that. If they're yeah. like saying you need to go marry somebody that you're not attracted to, that's a problem. But I don't understand this frustration where it's like, oh, you're doing something in your own personal life. You should life. be exactly like me. And it's and we don't realize when we try to solve problems by making people like us, we're doing the thing that we hate other people to do to us, right. <laughs> which yeah, is exactly which is exactly. Don't tell me how to worship or do this my or, life or yeah, right, right, right. Exactly. or so, spend my Sunday mornings. Like I spend it however exactly. I want to spend Sunday morning. Right. Yeah, so it's, it's honestly alarming how many, where the discourse has gone over yeah. the course of the last year, really, um, since quarantine has been starting, but, but now being obviously it's always highlighted and exaggerated around an election season. Yeah. And so I thought this was a, a appropriate episode for the timing was to, to try to get this out there and get the discourse back on course. That's <laughs> why I keep you around, Eric. <laughs> so uh, I think that's pretty good timing to get this out there for those of you who uh, are interested in building relationships and communicating with everybody and, and, and connecting with everybody, regardless of what some of those things might be. And, and maybe if you disagree with them on some of those things as well, keep that in mind as you go throughout your next virtual networking scenario, since we're still living in the virtual world and have some empathy, listen to hear and understand not to argue or prove somebody wrong. Don't let your emotions override the facts of the situation and, and don't be offended in those messy conversations that you're having. If you're willing to have the conversation, you're not allowed to be say that you're willing to have the conversation. And then when somebody's actually trying to, and you can tell the difference by the way, between somebody who's trying to stir you up and somebody who is trying to ask a sincere question and you cannot let yourself get all offended and start tossing labels at somebody every time they have a question about what you believe. So I know that was a little bit off of course, a little bit with what we usually talk about here on the show, but I thought it was appropriate and I think it would be helpful for everybody in their communication going forward. So that's it for today's show. We'll catch you guys next time. Peace out. Well, that's it for today's episode. If you want to connect with me and other like-minded people who also listen to the show, then you're going to want to head over to travischapel.com slash group to join my free Facebook group, The Lounge. I'll see you over there and remember to leave every relationship better than you found it. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.